What's up, everybody? You know what it is. We're back here on the 4L podcast. We got a special guest, not really that special, but special because he's always here with us. Graphene is in the building tonight today to talk to us about a new project that he just dropped. And when one of our brothers, you know, one of our close brothers does something special, you know, we got to get the inside scoop and we got to let everybody know. And, you know, the goal of this podcast is inspire people. So hopefully we can inspire some of you upcoming unknown artists or people that just write all the time and you don't want to put it out there. Hopefully we can inspire you a little bit, man. Yeah, no, that's real. That's real. Good look, FaZe. Uh, as FaZe was saying, um, some of y'all know me as Jelani. Others uh, know me as Graphene and now you know me as both. I recently dropped a project on February 9th uh, called No Box. It's a mixtape project. And describe it. Still care about a mixtape. <laughs> hey, hey, Belani. They ain't get to make it home, nah, nah. All because they hit the road, uh, uh. Man, on everything I love, yeah, on my soul. I'ma fight to change the story that is told about this yellow tape. Playing instrumentals when I'm riding through the countryside thinking about my people dying and how often these automobiles turn into coffins now I'm caught in a thought that will should be in glove compartments alright now we back at it Lonnie I need the inside scoop <laughs> give me the concept give me you know what I'm saying give me your thought process behind this man like what made you want to create this project we know we got a thought and a half if you haven't yeah, yeah. tuned into that you gotta tune into that already that's one of the best projects out there and I'm not just saying this because it's my brother really one of the best projects out there but what made you want to do this like what was the concept give me everything no box like let the people understand what that means yeah yeah it put, so for me no box it means a lot of things and i think the crazy thing is the project itself describes it better than i could ever do it in words so it's like that's the thing especially like the title track through the, yeah. the, the through the final track type of thing yeah i talk about it a little bit on the final track which is called abstract lines um, in which we used to watch me and my siblings this uh fighting temptations with Cuba Gooden Jr., Beyonce in it. You see what I'm saying? Loki a great movie if you if you never saw it. But in the very beginning, uh Cuba Good Jr. working for this marketing company for like a beer company or something like that, or a malt liquor company, and he just says out like, like, don't think outside the box, think there is no box. And me and my siblings used to say that just hella, just after that. Like, cause he's like, That's low-key raw, and that's like that is how people should think. Um, but then just coming up at the stage around December, um, I really felt the need to like express that more than ever um, for the state space I was in with my job at the time, uh, the space I was in with the music that like, OK, nah, I need to challenge myself and establish myself now that like, nah, I like to do all of the the full range of things like you can't box me in as an artist, but then also not allowing myself to box myself in at the moment. So all of that for real. Dang, that's powerful. That's powerful stuff, man. Yeah. I have a question. I would say it's just quiet. So, um, you said you started the process in December. Yeah. So I recorded these songs in like in all all in December. Um, and then a few that that I added. Um, so Riley's rebuttal, if you hear that, and y'all feel that. Um, if you hear that, those are ones that I added in January. Because I wrote those in January, like Riley, uh, Riley's rebuttal just was like, oh, I gotta have something that's more like uh, central to home, which is Flint. You see what I'm saying? So people who who know know about that one, and then y'all feel that like we was in Aruba for New Year's, and and 
Shy was playing. We was doing yoga one morning. Shy was playing Erica Badu. And then I just started, you know what I'm saying, writing. And I knew exactly the beat I wanted to write to type thing. So, yeah. I think that's crazy because I love the boondocks. I love I love the boondocks, you know what I'm saying? Grew up on that. Love is still watching today on HBO Max. But it's like just the fact that you're the sole writer, producer, maybe like not the beats because the beats are already made, yeah, but it's like producing. You, know yeah. you put everything and when you listen to this, you hear the different movie scenes, the TV show scene. It never veers from what the project actually is. And I'm like, if you see this, like, I don't know, just this. And it's a whole project. It's not like you did this one, two, three song. This is a whole mixtape that you did this. So I just want to say that's impressive. You know what I mean? For all aspiring artists out there, you know what I mean? The best way to do it is to do it yourself. You know what I mean? I think, especially starting out, I think that's the only thing I could take from that. No, nah, that's a hundred. That's Why right. a mixtape, though? Like, tell me, like, I know you hit on, like, that's how you experience music. But, like, what about your, like, you as a rapper? I know, like, when yeah. you grew up in the mixtape era... Like that's that you know what I'm saying that's a different energy. So why mixtape? Yeah, I mean it. It all boils down to like what I'm in this for, and it's like I, a lot of people do rap to be a rapper, or they rap to just try to make bread. You see what I'm saying? Which you know we live in a capitalist society. I get that, but like if I went to make money, I wouldn't be rapping. You know what I'm saying? Or I, that's not what I would choose to do. Like I feel like there's a lot of ways I can make money that that have nothing to do with music. So it's like for me, I I came into it to be truly a hip hop artist in a holistic sense. And I feel like you can't do that if you don't do the mixtapes. If you don't, you know what I'm saying, know the history, all of those different things. That's that's why it's special being in New York right now. Like, and so like, being, yeah. I think it's going over the head of people, like what you just said before. You said if you wanted to make money, you wouldn't choose to be a rapper. Because yeah. I think that's a false conception that a lot of people have nowadays. Like everybody wants to be a rapper, everybody, because they see all the chains, they yeah, see this, yeah. the cars and all that. And that's the misconception. They think, okay, I make a hit song or I do something like this. I'm going to do all this and I'm going to just get rich. Mm. But, it, but it's not like that. So can you talk a little bit about that reality? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, at least, at least in the, in the current, some people may know about how streaming works and things of that nature, but like stream one song, you're getting like pennies, not even a penny. So not even pennies on the dollar, whatever. So it's like at the end of the day, there's not it's not the easiest route to, you know, make money in music. There are people who who are able to provide that for their family and, and do that. And that's my ultimate goal is to be able to, you know, make money for music. But I was fortunate enough to be around people um, or come in contact with people, whether it's through working my job or going to the college that we went to, to where I saw some of the richest people I ever saw or ever heard of from money standpoint and realized like, oh, this is what money looked like. And they're not doing they not doing football. <laughs> they not doing music. They not doing none of that. So like realizing that is like okay, I know the path that I could have. I could go down. It still could, but I if I wanted to strictly go that route, just make as much money as I can. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. <laughs> I got a I got a follow up question. Um, I think a lot of times when you know people are making projects, they overlook the process or you know the actual time it takes. You know, from day to day, week to week, to month to month. Like you being an artist, I know you very much live out what you're talking about in your project. So if you can talk a little bit about what it was like to be thinking about no box, you know, while you were making this project in your day to day life, what what was it like to look at, you know, life through this kind of lens? You know, you mentioned creating this song out 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 of inspiration in January. So like, what did it look yeah. like between from start to finish? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I would say, like. At least for me, I look at myself as a very conceptual 
artist in a sense. So anytime you're listening to a, a piece of art that I'm putting out, it's very much in that moment, uh, special to that specific moment. Like I think a lot about the moment that I'm created in, but also um, there's, if not an overall like message, there's at least a specific theme that that's going across. So like I try to, if I'm going to put that in the music, I also have to put that in my life. So like with no box, it's everything. I'm I'm drawing it, you know what I'm saying, at different spaces. I'm really like trying to encompass myself into that, listening to people talk about that idea in different ways. You know, not people not saying like, oh, there is no box, but talking about the idea of identity and what it means to have these different social constructs or all these other things that you hear that people said on the first the first um intro track. Um so really for me it's just engulfing myself into it, which I can admit at times can be emotionally exhausting from an art artistic standpoint. Um, you know, diving all the way. It's almost like method acting. Like for people who method act and go all the way into the character and become the character, I can see how that can be emotionally exhausting. But um, because I am rapping about stuff that I'm already thinking, it, it's not as as tough. But yeah, I hope that answered the question. But yeah. Nah, nah. I think one thing you talk, you brought up like the intro. On the intro, for everybody who hasn't listened to it, it's like a bunch of different people explaining what no box means to them. Why, why on the intro give that? Why, why would you do that? Why, what made you put all these different people up there giving their definition of what no box is? Yeah. Because for me, the one point of no box is that there are no right answers. There is no yes. That, yeah, that's what no box is or that, that isn't what no box is. Um, and one of the big things for me was to, introduce it and make sure that I'm not the first person you hear because a lot of times with music it's so it becomes so so centered it becomes you know you about to hear me for all these tracks straight but like I don't want I, me to be the first person you hear and oh this is what I think it is because now it primes you that like defeats the purpose of the project so uh the dope thing about that was that I was able to reach out to Mo and Malik or two people you actually hear on there I was able to reach out to uh some people um a few people from just, I felt like, who had very unique experiences. Some people, like my sister on there, you see what I'm saying? I ain't going to say everybody's name, but it's it's in the credits somewhere if you just look at look around. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? And seeing that, like, okay, without any prompts, anything like that, like, what if they hear that concept, what do they think? Um, and I wanted that to be, and then I was able to curate it and, you know, chop it up and use Frank Ocean beat, which was important for me as well, um, if you know the actual beat itself. Um but it was just important to get that out to let them know that, like, while everybody said different things, nobody knew. Mo didn't necessarily know. Well, maybe Mo and Malik knew that each other were doing it, but, like, he didn't know that Shy was doing it, for example, et cetera. They never talked about it. They just cold recorded it. And it's like it flows together as you hear it as if this was meant to be. But it was all random. And it's like that fully encompassed what the project's about, in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So I can trust it, like, because what that sounds to me is that every piece of this was intentional 100 percent. so i'm very curious as to like the uh tell me about the fast feature um, and, and, yeah. and what 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 does that mean and what was the intentionality behind that yeah so the fast feature so if you don't know fast p spelled with a p uh and a, and a dollar sign for the s that's my brother like my blood big brother same mom same dad type thing um, and that's a song that he had actually. Um, and I just asked him to be a part of it because one, the same reason I had everybody do the first track or had all those people and then had my brother on it, it's like I really look at everything I drop. It's like, okay, this is 
an archival like piece of history that's like okay you're submitted in history this is also your project type thing and i understand that there anything i rap about or anything you know what i'm saying whether people like me or not none of that could exist without all the people that i end up you see what i'm saying especially without my big brother like that's but he the one who really brought rap to me like that so like it, it felt good to be able to put his his own which is completely separate for me if you hear the track like i don't meet we don't rap alike we don't rap about the same stuff nothing like that but like be able to put him into my own so that he can now have a piece of this was like hella important for me. Now, how will graphene grow from that? You know what I mean? Like, so now you got, you know what I'm saying? Some people close to you on the intro, you got your brother on the fast feature. So how will you grow from that? Like, are you looking to grow and maybe have artists, some big artists feature on some of your music? Like who, who like, and who would you want to do that with? Like, where do you see graphene growing from here? Yeah, no, nah, that's a great question, and I, I definitely see that because I see music, um, and just all creation in general as a collaborative process. So I would love to collaborate with a lot of people. It's been tougher for me in the sense of like one navigating this and this identity as like an artist. You know, that's fresh for me compared to like, oh, if I'm trying to work out with somebody and I was playing football, like that's easier for me to reach out because I'm reaching out as a football player. But now. Um, trusting something that's all my, I feel like all of my music is hella personal. So like trusting something with that, with somebody, um, who I also respect is something I'm looking forward to, but also, you know, have some anxiety around, but to answer your question about where it's going up, where it's going from here is definitely up. You see what I'm saying? Like this is everything I've recorded has been in my, in this room, you know, like this mic is new, but it's been on the first mic that, that I ever got type thing. Um, all three projects that I've ever put out type thing. So for me, I'm looking forward to being able to collaborate with different producers, with um, different artists, and then, uh, you know, take, taking it further for sure. I see a, I see a J. Cole featuring on a Graphene track coming in the future. I'm just speaking into sure, existence. Sure. I see that coming soon. Yeah, man, now that, man, I mean, that'd be, that'd be love. Man, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. But I, I just kind of want to ask about the flip side of, you know, the forward journey. What is... What does this mean for your legacy um, as a as an artist? You know, how does this benchmark your career? What does it mean to your present right now? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's real. And it's it's funny because ever since, like, I ever released my first project, which is Black Boy, which y'all know about, obviously, that's when I very really started rapping. And to me, it sounds like it. Uh, but it's like, I look at every piece, even through this point, through No Box, as like our archival type of piece. So like I understand it, especially in the moment, but I more so look at it as something as a foundational piece for me to look back on. And for, if you become a fan for you to be able to look back on. Um, and I look at that as like everything before I actually make like full studio albums. So for me, it, it's just special that like, I guess I don't even know how to explain it. Like for me, I think that is what it is though. It's like each piece is special in the moment, but I'm always looking further past. Like I have, four projects planned past this already and i've already thought of that like every time i drop something so it's like it's i see it as kind of a piece in a puzzle if that makes sense i don't know it's also hard for me to articulate exactly what i'm trying to think which is also like i think you get that through the project especially in the last track but yeah yeah my question uh where does that like i don't know what else to call it besides like nerve like come from like this idea that like you are already speaking about it about by what it's going to be and like how does that what role does that play in like you 
as an artist? Yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, one, I'm I'm confident. I'm definitely confident. Uh that's just is what it is. Uh for me, it's still I don't like necessarily when people talk about me in front of myself, but like if you as y'all all have known, like that's something you had to have to be good at football. You had to have, have some type of self confidence. To be good at whatever you end up being, you have to have some type of self confidence. So that's definitely number one. But then number two, I think I'm just a dreamer. Like I've always I've never went into anything. I never went into playing football like, oh man. It'd be cool to probably get to college. It was like, nah, bro, I'm going to go and win the Heisman. Then I'm going to go number one pick. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how I think. So it was never, yeah. like, if I'm going to do something in my mind, I'm trying to do it to the to the top. Understanding that those, like, even me saying the Heisman, even saying number one pick, like, all, a lot of that's external validation, but it's, like, understanding that that's where, whatever the best is, is where I'm trying to get to. Um, while understanding, not trying to anchor my value on that, if that makes sense. And speaking of the best, Lonnie, so I just want to, like, I know you kind of answered this already, but it's just kind of crazy to me that you spend all your time and effort on no box. You put so much time, so much energy into it with the real, correct me if I'm wrong, with the realization that because you're using these other beats or like you knew that this wasn't going to be able to go on Apple Music or all right. these other places. So you that lessens the amount of people that are going to listen to it. Yeah, you, know, you put all that time and effort into something, and a lot of people might not even be able to listen to it because it's not convenient or it's not as accessible. So just like tell me about that. It's like because I'm looking at it like, damn, you put it all out here just to put it on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's a great point, and it's something that I thought about as soon as I I, I decided to do it. But that's where it's like the idea of oh, maybe a lot of people get to listen to it on a surface level and, you know, just, oh, I hear it. I think that was cool. Whatever it happened to be on a convenience level is cool. But like the the cultural uh, feeling for me of like actually doing a mixtape and actually, you know, having that as something that I'm, I know that I'll continue to do and submitting that as part of my legacy now um, was way more important. And then from the effort standpoint, it's like, in my opinion, I'll be slighting myself and anybody who ever listens to me for me to, ever approach any song i don't care if it's a freestyle like even if it's like one of them little tiktok freestyles i'm trying to rap for real i'm trying to give you one best first impression i could give but then also like give you something that you can actually take away and appreciate um if not like it's pointless for me doing it you see what i'm saying yeah nice tough uh i was gonna ask in your opinion what was the uh most liberating part of the process that's a good question. I think the most liberating part, ah, uh, I think for me, it's often the the inception. So it's the thought of the idea, like I'm gonna make this mistake. Oh, I'm gonna make no box mistake. Like that thought itself was freeing because I understood the oh, I'm preparing myself for this journey. Like while I'm creating it, this journey that for every piece of music, whatever I put into it, it's also it's doing as much for me as I'm doing for it. If that makes sense. So for me deciding to go on the journey of like creating this mixtape was liberating in a sense because I understood that I was about to knock down some of the, the walls or the box that I, I put myself in or that I felt the world has put my put me in. So hmm. so do you feel like you did that with that mixtape? Or you think that's like an ongoing process in life? It, yeah, it's definitely an ongoing process because everything is built. Like we, we create structure as humans and everything is built for us to if not having a big house around us for us to at least build rooms for ourselves. So it's like trying to continually um, 
and it's not even knocking the walls down because that can, you know what I'm saying? That's like somebody stripping you off rather than taking one piece of clothes off at a time. It's like just trying to be cognizant of the fact that like, okay, am I creating a box for myself and actually reflecting or am I inside a box as I'm approaching whatever I'm approaching and being intentional with it uh, going forward. So, yeah. And a crazy thing, man, I'm listening to these. I think I brought this up to you as soon as I listened to it. Like the beats you are using, you know what I mean? These are beats that I remember me, you, um, Mo, and Leek, we're in your guys' apartment. We sitting here rapping to these beats. These are like classic freestyle beats. So I'm, I told you, I'm like, if you're using these beats, you got to go hard. Yeah. You got to go stupid. And you did just that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted, I think the question behind it is like, I don't even know if there's a question, but it's like, it's raw. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm saying. Like, that's what I take from this project. Like, it's a great project. It's pure, but it's like, it's really raw. Because yeah. you hear the beat, like, you don't have to say anything. But every time one of us hears that beat, oh, it's like, oh, yeah. You know like, what time it is. Gonna go down. It don't even got to be the original song. I don't think you could just be talking on it. But it's like, this dude's going to go crazy on it. And I'm just that's saying, true. I think that's what you did. I think that's what you did on it, man. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm it, just proud of you for that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And, and I, and I thought about that when with some of the beats, like like it's, like Leek was kind of alluding to, like every single thing was intentional with the project, whether it's from the specific beat selection to the sequencing to how many seconds of silence I put at the end of a song, like all of that is very intentional. So it's like the silence, yeah, like the everything, silence? everything is hella intentional. You see what I'm saying? So it's like what you saying yeah. that understanding. Oh, even some of it was like like I could say Riley's rebuttal. My little brother Mir. I knew if nobody else, me putting this right after this and him hearing that beat, which is a, from a song that he showed, he put me onto this group called Band Game back, way back, you know what I'm saying, high school, whatever. But that was the first song he showed me from now. So knowing, Mir don't even got social media or nothing like that. You see what I'm saying? But knowing when he hear that, then that'll be that. And then he'll appreciate that specific Boondocks thing. Because I remember us watching Boondocks, you know what I'm saying, as a kid, watching that specific, like all of this type of stuff is, is intentional. So it's like, it feel good to hear you hear you say that and just be able to appreciate it but you know so you different man like you just different because i don't think graphene fits into what rap and hip-hop is now yeah you know I, mean? I feel like you're i'm not gonna say completely because i'm like you got artists like j cole and other people that are doing it but it's like just what rap and hip-hop it is now especially for this new generation coming up the generation right beneath us mm. you know what i mean their hip hop and rap is not what you're doing. Like you're really getting on the beat and you're really talking to them. You're teaching life lessons and you're talking about your experience. Yeah. You're really inspiring people. So I'm like, how do you feel about that? Like you are doing something completely like off the grid. Like a lot of people aren't doing this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a good feeling. It's 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 a complicated feeling in a sense to where it's like, as you said, because a lot of people aren't doing it, just how our, our brains work as humans you don't necessarily gravitate too different. No matter what people try to tell you, people, oh yeah, people love different. Like that's just not how our brains, you you look for something that's familiar and then try to ride with that. Um, but at the same time, like I know that, man, like I see this as part of my purpose at the end of the day. Like that's what I anchor myself on at the end of the day. And I know that I was gifted with the, with the ability to use words in, in a specific manner. Um, so I feel like I'll be cheap myself or whatever, not to, do this and not to do it in a manner that I feel like is is authentic to myself. So mm. it feels good at the end of the day because I know this is serving this is serving me, which is then serving hopefully sparking the mind of somebody else or you know what I'm saying the heart of somebody else. Mm. 
Man, I just want to add, it's it's so good to see you um, and see how that, see how your work is really um, artistic and how it's so fulfilling in your life. And uh, it's really good to see how this project, how this mixtape is really a, a badge that you can wear now. You know, you dropped a real true mixtape to how, how, how we would have seen it. In the in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Not that we yeah. got to live through the nineties, but that's yeah, how it was. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I think I'd just be curious to know, you know, in in what ways throughout your rap career or forward looking, you know, what sort of other things you look to to wear as a badge to know that, you know, when you hang it up, you know, this is this is my uh, this is my record of of legacy. This is my record of what I did. You know, what what's what yeah. sorts of things? What other sorts of things do you have in mind? Yeah, for me, it's. The biggest thing is I want to be able to change lives. Like, that's what I'm in life for. So not in the game specifically. Whether that was football, like, the whole reason I really, the the thing I love most about football was being a captain and being able to feel like, oh, I can possibly say something to them that could help him, whether it was for football, whether it was out, off the field, you see what I'm saying, be able to change this person the way they think or feel in some, some manner. So, like, that's the biggest thing I want to be able to take away. As many people as I can change something in their life or at least – allow my music to be a soundtrack to their life in a sense. So that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and then other than that, like I don't really look at badges from a, like a, a war standpoint or nothing like that. Um, I think it's just doing music that I feel like is authentic to myself. So like I know Virgil um, Abloh, who, who, who passed away, rest in peace, always said like, you know, trying to do stuff that, that makes, and this is paraphrasing the quote, but like, makes a 17-year-old version of himself happy. It's like, I'm thinking, obviously, I'm 23 right now. I'm thinking about the eight-year-old self and also, like, okay, if I'm in a conference room with my eight-year-old self, see what I'm saying, 15-year-old self, and then me now, like, how how can I I do stuff that stays true to that person as well? Um, So, yeah. It's like, that's beautiful to hear because, like, I I feel like it resonates throughout the the whole project. Uh, Why the bonus tracks? Yeah. So for me, the bonus tracks were two tracks that I wasn't going to include. Um, I, I had made them like a while back or, or like in December while I was making everything, just just making stuff off the cuff type thing. And I wasn't going to include them initially. But then I was like, OK, if I'm going to do um, I wanted to do the pay what you feel thing with Bandcamp, which is available. And I was like, I have to have something that that I can offer there. Um, so I was like, instead of not using them, you know somebody may actually take something from that you never know that could be somebody who actually buys it favorite thing so let me just include it there so yeah man so i just want you to give everybody not even just the upcoming artist and aspiring artists anybody like i want you to give them some words of wisdom some inspiration or something because i don't think a lot of people even after watching this they don't understand everything that you just did. I don't think they understand the effort and it take that it takes to do even drop that mixtape that you drop, even though it's not on Apple music or whatever. It's like, we talked about, um, well, what was it being like the Mona Lisa? Was it the Mona Lisa or something like people may not know right now, but back, back, back a few years from now or whatever it is, they're going to look back and like, dang, this dude is hard, but we are giving everybody the up close, personal graphene everything graphene right now so just yeah. you gotta say for everybody yeah i would say i would say man anchor yourself on your purpose mm-hmm. and because i really feel like that's what what god wants us to do or put us here to do um and if you're not 
don't feel like you're in a position that's either leading toward that or if you just feel like, oh, I don't even know the first place to start. Um, like actually take time to yourself and like look look inward in a sense um, and start at least getting on that journey. Because a lot of stuff and Nobox kind of talks about this. A lot of the world and everything is built to say you shouldn't do that and tell you what to do and tell you what to do. But at the end of the day, like most people who giving you advice are not qualified to give you the advice they're giving you. So at the end of the day, <laughs> you got to trust yourself and um, build that self-belief in a sense. Role models ain't out here playing their roles. That's Man. all. It, it, and that's facts. And then the last thing I leave them with is like my my favorite quote, uh, Jerry Rice quote, where he says like, "Today I'll do what others won't, so tomorrow I can do what others can't." Ooh. And um, in football, I used to take that as just working hard. You see, what I'm saying I'm gonna work hard today, uh, so then tomorrow I can go. You know, what I'm saying really go crazy. But it's like now I think it, it's in every single thing you you the way that you approach things. Um, and for me, like in rap, for example, it's not just practicing rapping, but it's living my life in a way to where, oh, I can live these different experiences and that maybe somebody back in Beecher, you see what I'm saying, wasn't able to live or same thing with somebody at Cornell wasn't able to live, whatever, and then be able to speak to these different people um, to, using my voice. So, yeah. Man, all I got to say is that inspired me, and I know you inspire me every day, just like all of you guys do, man. And I'm just excited that we all get to, you know what I'm saying, get an up-close-and-personal look at the journey you're going to go on. You know what I'm saying? We're going to look back at this, you know what I'm saying, years from now, and I'm saying this is where it started. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you, man. Now that's real. Yeah. And you go follow me um, on Instagram at Jelani underscore Taylor. So that's J-E-L-A-N-I. Yeah. underscore t-a-y-l-o-r um and that's that's where you can keep or at least most up to date with me and then um like i said the youtube you can find graphene here um you can grab type in graphene no box mixtape on youtube soundcloud Bandcamp, uh, or just click the link in my bio on instagram man and, and like if you haven't videos. listened to no box you are tripping go see go listen to no box right now go on his instagram and they got a lot of stuff there man a lot of stuff like that there's a visual right there's like a flip book there's a bunch of stuff man so if you ain't listened to it yet you're missing out man you're missing a wave for we out of here peace